He was probably the most famous architect in American history. But what about his chaotic personal life, including a mass murder at his home? I'm Patty Steele. Frank Lloyd Wright, one hot mess, next on The Backstory. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No doubt about it, Frank Lloyd Wright was a game-changing architect, I don't know, 100 years ago or so. But in a moment, I'm going to tell you why he was one hot mess. The guy built spectacular buildings like the kind of tornado-shaped Guggenheim Museum in New York City, and maybe, at least in my mind, the most beautiful early modern home ever called Falling Water, built in a forest over a huge waterfall in Pennsylvania. I'm telling you, you look at it, and you just want to exhale. Ugh, it's incredible. But Frank has a crazy backstory and has nothing to do with architecture and everything to do with his libido. It's about Frank's multiple affairs, including one with a married woman, and the mass murders that followed. Yeah, Frank is an icon, but he's an icon who's also the ultimate narcissist, and he defines the term hot mess. Okay, it's 1903. He's a young architect. He's in Oak Park, Illinois, which is right near Chicago. He's married. He has six kids at that point. When his wife brings him a client who wants him to build a house, Frank takes the job. And he gets to know the wife really well. Her name is Mama. 
they become totally obsessed with each other. A few years go by and the passion only gets more intense, so intense that they both feel like the hell with the spouses and the kids. They just want one thing and that is to be together. Now, the problem is, it's the early 1900s. Nobody but nobody leaves their family for somebody else. But that's what they do. Frank leaves his wife and all those little kitties, and Mama leaves her husband and two toddlers. Of course, Frank's business begins to dry up. So they decide they got to get out of town. They meet up in New York City and hop a ship to Europe. Once there, Mama works for a Swedish feminist interpreting her books on female sexuality. And Frank, meantime, takes a really deep dive into his passion for Japanese art and architecture, which, by the way, actually helps evolve his exquisite style. But then after a few years, he and Mama want to head back to America. He'd like to reestablish his career. But Chicago is out due to their sketchy reputation, so they head to Frank's hometown, Spring Green, Wisconsin, and he builds them an awesome house. He calls it Taliesin. But the locals there aren't thrilled either. They call it his love cottage. Who cares, says Frank. In fact, he says, laws and rules are made for the average. Two women are necessary for a man of artistic mind, one to be the mother of his children and the other to be his inspiration and soulmate. Would a guy. wonder how he'd feel if Mama thought the same thing and needed more than one man. Anyway, it's a beautiful life for a few years. Finally, Frank gets a major job to build a massive 360,000-square-foot entertainment venue in Chicago. It was called Midway Gardens, and it's really spectacularly beautiful. It's a triumph for him, but it means he spends a lot of time away from home. Now it's August of 1914. Frank's in Chicago, Mama up in Spring Green, and her two kids are there spending the summer with her. Working at the house, there's a husband and wife, Gertrude and Julian. Okay, it's lunchtime. Mama and the kids are out on the porch, and six of Frank's students and workers are in the dining room. Julian serves the meal in the dining room, and then proceeds to lock all the doors and pours gasoline around the exterior of the dining room, inside and out of the house. Clearly nuts, he heads to the porch with a hatchet. Flailing away, he slaughters Mama and the children, actually cleaving Mama's head in two, vertically, right down the middle. Ye God! Next, he lights the dining room on fire. Those inside try desperately to get out, but remember, the doors are locked. Then they try to jump out the windows, but outside is Julian with the hatchet. Chopping away, he kills three of them. The others head a different way and are burned, one of them dying a day later. So in all, seven are dead, only two survive. There's a frantic phone call to Frank in Chicago. He's in total shock. He takes the first train north and, ironically, runs into Mama's ex-husband, also headed north, to collect the bodies of his dead children. And they share a private compartment. Once in Spring Green, Frank buries Mama in a plain pine box in his family cemetery in an unmarked grave. He actually throws the dirt into the grave with his bare hands. No one really knows why Julian killed all those people because he died weeks later. Despite the tragedy, Frank rebuilds the house, saying in his autobiography, anguish would not leave Taliesin until renewal began. 
Talk about renewal. While he says in his bio that he grieved Mama's loss for the rest of his life, within weeks, we're talking weeks, not months, Frank had already fallen in love again. And over the course of the next decade or so, he married two more times. Here's what's ironic about his life. He literally introduced into architecture this sense of serenity and earthy beauty, raw wood, stone, glass, but his life was red hot and chaotic. Do you think he was searching through his art for the peace he could never find in his personal life? I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our executive producer is Steve Goldstein of Amplify Media. We're out with new episodes twice a week. Thanks for listening to The Backstory, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.